Welcome into War Up on the WPIAL Powerade Edition. Greg Warnock alongside Jeff Upson here to uh, talk a bit about one of the best uh, tournaments, uh, not only here locally, but in the country in the Powerade tournament. And Jeff, we're both sporting the Powerade shirts. That's one great thing about, uh, you know, they, they hook up the media right every year with the, the Powerade shirt for the year. It's always a good time. Yeah, I mean, for those who show up, they they get them. You know, <laughs> last last year you had something like a cough or something you couldn't. Oh make it. wow, wow. Well, you see, here's the thing. I was covering it for WJPA. They do radio broadcasting. I had no voice <laughs> last year, so I mean, unless you can read like sign language through the radio, which I don't think you can. Uh, it, I was useless last year. You were. I, I get that you were useless last year. Uh, <laughs> you did the radio, as you said. Yes, you won't be doing the radio this year, though. So that's right. That's right. I'll be helping you out. You'll be, instead, you'll be helping so. me out. God knows I need it. Need the help for sure. <laughs> That's right. WJPA not doing it for the first time in uh, I don't know how many years, uh, probably since the tournament started, to be honest, but uh, not covering it this year. So I'll be uh, with, with Jeff uh, with PA Power helping out on Saturday. So looking forward to this year's edition since last year I was under the weather. But uh, unless, maybe they probably got something still in the closet, Jeff. I can sneak in and get last year's edition. Maybe. <laughs> uh but yeah so looking forward to a great tournament let's let's dive right in jeff uh let's start at 107 pounds where top seed dom deputy of chestnut ridge coming in number four in the nation coming down from 114 pounds to wrestle here at 107 he's coming in as the top seed he finished uh, second in the state last year fourth here at power raid he gets the the top ranking uh, in this weight class, Jeff, but some studs in here as well, including James uh, Reagan of Wyoming Seminary. He's ranked number two in the nation, and he's the number three seed. And you got Cam Sons, Killian Coluccio, Tim Mazur, all ranked in the top twenty in the nation. Yeah, I mean it's a it's a deep it's a deep one hundred seven for sure. Um, you know, Deputy is I can't believe he's down to to one hundred nine already. Um, you know, he, he was big this summer and, uh, him coming down is, is definitely, uh, bad news for anybody who wanted to, to win this. Not that, not saying that they're, you know, he, he is the clear favorite because I think you look at the the rankings and Seamus Reagan, as you mentioned, is, is ranked number two in the nation by Matt scouts. Um, I really like him. I got to see him compete a couple of times against Joey Bachman this year. Um, Sons is, is a tough freshman as well. Uh, but yeah, this is this is an interesting one because we have a couple guys ranked really high in the state that are also here. So you have uh, Alex Diaz. So Alex Diaz is a guy that most people aren't going to know. Um, he hasn't done a ton in the postseason. In fact, he's never even made it to the state tournament. He's a senior at 107 pounds, though, right? And and that that says that says a lot about where he has developed in the last year or so. He uh, he medaled, he double all American at Fargo this past summer. He's beaten uh, returning state medalist Max Tancini this year. So Alex Diaz is one to watch watch for sure. Uh, but there's a lot of guys here in this weight class that I'm excited to see because this is a coming out party for a lot of these guys. Dom Deputy had one last year. Remember he uh, he beat Aiden Smith on the front side, lost him on the back side. But uh, I'm excited to see how some of these younger guys compete um, at this weight class because. This is really a Powerade's a coming out party for a lot of people. Yeah, and you look at some of the names, even not you know not in the top eight. You know, if Cam Baker or Burrow, for instance, coming in at number seven, but you know, you have uh, some really some really good wrestlers. You know, you have a guy like 
Um, Dylan Barrett, a Penn Trafford, a guy who's a state qualifier last year, back at 107 pounds. Um, he's just one example. But who else do you see uh, in this weight class that could you know, make some noise outside of the top eight? Yeah, a lot of guys dropped. Um, you had talked about Barrett. He was up at 114. Um, and then he dropped down where I, we assumed he would. He had been wrestling at 107 a lot this offseason. He's currently ranked number five in the state. Um, Telly Bobatas from Montoursville. I, I really like him. He's number eight. He's a, uh, a sophomore as well. So I think he has a chance to really shine here. Freshman Nolan Rice uh, from Connellsville. I really like him. Got to see him at the Panther Holiday a few weeks ago. I, I think he's going to be uh, a problem in the state. Uh, Nico Capusta, he actually uh, Rice beat. Nico Capusta earlier this year. So I'm um, excited to see him, but yeah, there's, there's a bunch of younger guys here uh, that I think could all make noise, but honestly, outside of the top eight, it's, it's going to be tough to break in there. Um, you know, deputy Sons Reagan, I, I think Reagan's probably more of the favorite um, deputy has that, that top seed because of the fact that he was fourth here last year and he's a sophomore, but um yeah, it, it's going to be fun to see how these guys all shake out. I, I think, you know, 107 is going to be one of those weights where we look back and say, man, like, I can't believe all these guys were, were there at one time. These these guys could all spread out a lot over their careers. Yeah, the uh, one thing about these seeds to kind of keep in mind as you look through them, they really put the most stock into prior power rate performances. So if you came in, had a great power rate, maybe you didn't have the postseason you wanted to, you still get a higher seed here at this tournament because, you know, the committee really wants to reward those guys who had a great year last year at this tournament and came back to wrestle the next year. So uh, that's why I mean, you may see some guys from, you know, it's like a Wyoming seminary or, or if you weren't there last year, you know, you might be a little bit lower than you thought uh, coming in. So just something to keep in mind as we go through these seeds a little bit 114 pounds one guy who is a returning power rate champion davis matoika of wyoming seminary he is the top seed here at 114 and he is ranked number two in the nation aiden smith of notre dame gp he gets the number two seed and the number one guy in the nation paul kenny of christian brothers academy comes in at number three yeah, man, Paul Kenny is a, an absolute stud. Uh, people, Pennsylvania wrestling fans are going to be uh, there, have a treat getting to watch him wrestle uh, this this weekend. And Paul Kenny is a, a world champion, so you know you're you win a world championship, you're obviously pretty good, right? Um, Paul Kenny is a is a freshman. He's ranked number one in the nation. He, uh, Motika has had a good year. Motika's a senior. He's headed to Penn. Aiden Smith's a senior. He's headed to Cornell. So two Ivy Leaguers there at the the top two. But Paul Kenny is kind of that next. He's the next big thing um, out of out of New Jersey. I think a lot of people are excited to see him compete in this weight just because of the the national implications here, right? You have guys. You have three of the top four guys in the nation. Kenny won. Uh, Motika two and Aiden Smith uh, number four. So Aiden Smith was third here last year. He was a runner up here previously at Powerade. Lost to Louis Gill, um, Teamer as well from St. Ed's. He's a guy who was here last year. Uh, Landon Sidon from Norwin is probably the guy I'm most anticipating to see because we saw him up at 121 at the Beast of the East, and he took out returning state champion. Keanu Dillard lost to Mason Ziegler on the front side, but came back for third. He's down to 114, so he's going to be massive. I got to see him a couple times this year. He's huge for for 114. He, he's he's going to be a problem. Um, don't be surprised if it's him and Paul Kenny potentially in the finals. Um, 
it, it's it's going to be it's going to be fun to see where these guys land because this this has you know national rankings all over it. Uh, as I mentioned with Sidon, he's ranked number twelve in the nation currently, but that's at one twenty. So imagine what he's going to do here down at one fourteen in his first power rate. You know, uh, I don't know if we've been. Had had this much anticipation for a freshman at Powerades and Spencer Lee or Gavin Teasdale. Uh, there's there's that big of uh, expectations on him. Yeah, and the lights are going to be bright, and he's going to get a chance. You know, if he can beat uh, Timar, who's going to be a tough quarterfinal matchup. But then you got Matoika, and then you'd have to beat uh, you know Kenny or or Smith to win it. If he does, I would take OW would be next to his line because he's got a gauntlet to go through to uh, win win a Powerade title. Yeah, I mean, 100% he's a gauntlet, right? And that's not even, you know, that's only the people that we have in the top eight. There's a lot of other tough guys here. There's Braden Weaver from Altoona. There's Dalton Winter from Cranberry, both top uh, five in the state. Carter Beck, returning state uh, medalist Easton Mull from Chestnut Ridge. Uh, Brady Slickers, a freshman that I'm really excited to see here. Um, I've got to see him a lot in his youth career. And he's he's a guy who is down to 114. I think he's going to be able to uh, make some noise. Zane Krause from Bish McDevitt. You know, all of the Bish McDevitt guys, they haven't wrestled since the Cumber Valley kickoff. And I was super impressed with Bish McDevitt at the Cumber Valley kickoff. And they're going to be even better because they got some guys back in the lineup, plus they got guys down in weight. Um, and Krause was one of them. Krause was one of the guys that really impressed me getting into the finals there. So he's one I'm looking out for as well. And then you throw in a bunch of other guys from the Whippeal. Um, you have Montoya from Mount Lebanon. You have uh, Harbert from West Allegheny. I like Drake McClure from Benton, another freshman. So, um, yeah, 114, there's going to be a lot of guys here that place in the state that aren't going to be in the blood round of Powerade. Like there's there's going to be a lot of guys here go one and two or two and two that end up placing at in Hershey. Yeah, a number of guys you mentioned. Also Landon Lynn as well from Connellsville has had a good year so far. McClure from Bentworth, not from Benton, Jeff. Sorry, did I say Benton? <laughs> it's all right. You're rattling them off. I mean, you, well, you I, hit and, every and guy. It's it's pretty good. I, I've been. I I feel like I've been. I haven't been sleeping. I've just been doing Powerade for for like a long time for like the last three days. So um, you're going to hasn't even come yet. Tournament's not even here. No, it already started. The the other the other portions of it have That's started. True. And um, you know, we we've got a lot to do on the website, but also just getting the previews done. Right. I mean, there's and one fourteen's got to be one of my favorite weights because. There's just so much mix between national prep, double A, triple A, right? With Aiden Smith, um, Sidon, and then you have also Tyler Conroy from from Malvern Prep, who I really like as well. So, um, but you, you have a world champion in Paul Kenny, right? So uh, it's it, it's pretty impressive what they were able to do to get this this field together. Yeah, I mean, you, you, but you talked about the depth too, which is what I really like here at 114 because, you know, you do have those top heavy guys. You got the you know three of the top four guys in the weight then you throw Sidon in there and then all of a sudden oh so we got you know four studs but then in addition to that you got other guys coming in from outside of PA who are in the top eight and then you got all these PA guys who are just going to be you know making things very difficult so it's just gonna be interesting to see how it all breaks down here at 114 pounds and if you look at it you know uh not to cut you off Greg but uh you know some of these guys have met a lot in the offseason or, or coming up right um Landon Sidon actually beat Aiden Smith at the uh, World Team Trials. Uh, he finished in third there. So 
and and again Kenny is is a guy who has wrestled about all of these guys um in at one time or another whether that was in you know coming up through the youth rank or or junior high so it, it, there's just so much history here too you know with a lot of these guys where they've all seen each other one time or another and now it's they get to do it on a national scene national level Going over to 121 pounds, the top seed who has not had a chance to wrestle in this tournament because Bethlehem Catholic is never here. But that's Nate Desmond of Wyoming Seminary. He comes into this one as the top uh, wrestler at 121. So although no power rate experience, he gets the top seed here. A number of guys from outside of a Pennsylvania falling to two, three, and four before you get to Louis Gill of Reynolds. Uh, obviously sat out last year for the postseason, but he comes in here at number five. And also in uh, PA, in addition to Lucas Littleton of uh, Malvern Prep, you have Ty Capusta of Franklin Regional at seven, Connor Smith of Seneca Valley in the eighth spot. Yeah, I mean, for, for Nate Desmond, you had mentioned how, you know, Bethlehem Catholic, they ho they host their own holiday tournament, the TI um, the holiday tournament. So they, they're never out at Powerade. But now that, that Desmond's at Wyman Seminary, obviously he's going to get his first taste of it. Uh, and it's 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 interesting, right, because Desmond, two-time state champ from Bethlehem Catholic, just really dominated the last two years en route to, to state championships. Um, has win over Aaron Seidel and uh, has, has some really big wins. He just committed to Penn State. So he just committed to Penn State uh, yesterday. That would be Wednesday uh, he committed to Penn State. I think that's probably going to be a big weight off his shoulders, right? He's a junior. He's ranked number three in the nation. We saw him at Ironman. Um, you know, he looked good there. Not He didn't finish where he wanted at the top, but um, this is a chance for him to kind of – get to the top here it's it's a deep weight class you have carson brown from saint ed's who's number five you have ethan rivera from lake highland um who who comes in number six and technically ethan rivera is a pennsylvania wrestler just saying he uh he grew up and was born and raised in pennsylvania wrestled in pennsylvania and then before his freshman year he moved down to to florida which i can't blame him because i mean i would probably much rather be in florida than pennsylvania <laughs> uh but ethan rivera uh head of the princeton he's he's currently uh, ranked number six in the nation louis gill number 14 and lucas littleton is number 15 so a lot of these guys saw each other the uh the iron man a few weeks ago so it, the seeds are basically almost in line with how those guys finished at iron man um which is nice because you have those you know results to look at to say okay where are these guys going to stand right um but man this is this is gonna be fun man nate desmond louis gill could go at it you're gonna you're gonna see some uh some good matches here and daniel jones from del barton um I, I think he'll probably have another good year yeah should be uh good to see because it's like you said but it's top heavy right i mean you definitely have your guys who are ranked uh you know in the top 20 that uh you know are going to battle it out and it's nice when those uh, you have that previous tournament result to be able to see these guys so they're not all on one half of the bracket and you, you have one guy you know kind of walk into the finals but you look at uh, obviously every bracket has depth jeff and uh 121 who are some guys that you're looking forward to seeing yeah, so there's there's a lot of guys here um, that are going to be a little bit more under the radar, not, not in the top eight here. Um, Lincoln Slodowski from Bishop Court is a uh, Fargo All-American. Um, didn't get to wrestle a whole lot this year. 
We got to see him at, at the Surge Tournament. He did wrestle at the Ironman Tournament, uh, currently ranked number eight in the state. I like Grayson Music as well from Bish McDevitt, another one of those freshmen from McDevitt that you're going to hear us talking a lot about. Um, Music is is a guy who really impressed me at the Cumberland Rally kickoff. He's number 11 in the state currently. Um, Hartraft from Burks Catholic. Burks Catholic is not maybe as tough as they we anticipated them to be at the beginning of the year, but they certainly have a lot of tough tough guys. Um, and Kai Sheptic from Waynesburg, he's down to, to 121 from 127. He's never placed here. This is a good opportunity for him to, to kind of break in. It's going to be tough because you, you're going to have to beat a Capusta or Smith to do it. Um, but it's it's certainly possible for some of these, these guys on the outside. Uh, there's just so much depth here outside of that top eight as well. Like I said, there's just going to be a lot of guys here that, that end up placing in Hershey that don't even come close to the podium at Powerade. 127 pounds. We have a returning Powerade champion in Jax Forrest of Bishop McCourt. He gets the top seed here in this weight class. You also have Aaron Cement of Council Rock North. He is uh, seated number three. He is down from 132 pounds, or 133 rather, um, to go down to 127. He's the number three seed. Andrew Benny of Cannon McMillan. He comes in as the number five seed. You also have Chris Vargo of Bentworth getting into the top eight at number seven. Yeah, I mean, and, and talk about depth, right? I mean, Jax Forrest obviously is is the guy here after Luke Lilladal is is not competing, the guy who he beat in the Powerade Finals last year, um, and the guy who he lost to in the Ironman a few weeks ago. Uh, Luke Lilladal is not wrestling for Wyman Seminary, so Jax is the clear the clear guy here. He's the ranked number two in the nation. Uh, the next closest guy is Colin Martin um, from Virginia, who's number 14. Uh, Cement, like you said, was ranked number 19 at 132. Um, Cement, you know, he's an interesting one because he's wrestled a lot this this offseason. He's wrestled at a lot of different tournaments, um, has had success. And this is where the previous Powerade finish weighs more than maybe some other tournaments, right? Because head-to-head, Andrew Benny beat Cement at the state tournament, right? Uh, he ended up being a, a runner-up in the state tournament, whereas Cement was third, right? Um, so you would think, okay, Benny should be ahead of him, but Cement placed at Powerade last year, had a really good Powerade, whereas Andrew Benny did not, right? Andrew Benny took some losses after having a really good king of the mountain. So this is kind of a redemption for him, um, probably a chance for him to, to avenge some losses that he may have had um, into, you know, into the the off season and the start of this season here. Chris Vargo is an interesting one being down at 127 now. He's committed to Edinburgh. Uh, I just feel like we've been saying his name forever, uh, ha- but hasn't quite maybe had that, you know, that breakout performance. Um, lost to Andrew Binney last year once. So this is a good chance for him to kind of prove it. As far as the other wrestlers in this weight class, Jeff, at 127 pounds, any uh, in particular guys that you're you're looking forward to seeing if they can crack into that top eight? Yeah, I mean, there's there's definitely um, there's definitely some guys that I'm I'm looking forward to seeing. I'll start with the the guy who is replacing Luke Lilledal. It's Wyatt Fry from Wyman Seminary, uh, who's a ninth grader and freshman. Uh, one of the top freshmen in the nation, and he's going to be obviously uh, Wyman Seminary's bench is pretty deep, right? So uh, he's he's probably going to find himself winning some matches here uh, at the Powerade. But some other guys, I really want to see uh, Logan Stewart from Reynolds. Reynolds has has you know obviously a strong tradition, but Logan Stewart is that next guy for for Reynolds. 
he was on our card at the True Power event. Um, we've seen him at the Surge before. He's he's had really good success um, in the youth ranks, but this will be a good chance for him to kind of break through. Uh, I like Elijah Brogius from Cranberry. He's another one uh, who's down from 133, a, a two-time state medalist. He's ranked sixth in the state, so I really want to see what he's going to do. It doesn't have as much depth. I'll say that. 27 doesn't have as much top heaviness, but there's a lot of those guys in that, like, 10 to 25 ranking, you know, I'll even go Keegan Oler from cathedral prep. He's in there as well. Um, there's just a lot of guys here that are mid range. I'll call them. And, uh, you know, you never know what's going to happen with those guys. Cause they really don't have much to lose here. Yeah. And those are the guys that, you know, peel off four or five wins in the consolations. You're like, wait, who is that guy again? And, you know, that's what really sets them apart and gets them set up for this good second half of the season. Maybe not coming away with a medal, but you pull off some wins here at the Powerade tournament and get that uh, confidence you need going into the second half of the season. 133 pounds. We also have a returning champion coming back from Malvern Prep. It's Nick O'Neill. He is the top seed here. You also have uh, Matt Patello of Wyoming Seminary at two. Mason Gibson, uh, Bishop McCourt. He's back from injury. Didn't get to wrestle last year, but he's the third seed in uh, this one. Hudson Homan of Grove City. He comes in at number six as well as far as Pennsylvania guys go in the top eight. Yeah, I mean, I think the story here has to be Mason Gibson, right? Um, you know, he's making his return to the, the Powerade Tournament. Uh, let's not forget that just a few years ago, he won the Powerade Tournament during that that COVID year. He beat Mac Church in, in the yeah. finals there. And, you know, I, I just feel like people have forgotten about Mason Gibson a little bit, right? Um, he uh, he had he's, – he's back from injury, right? When he wrestled in the Surge Tournament, that was really – I think he had been practicing for like a week or two weeks prior to that not not even if um so a lot of these guys have been wrestling full strength all year for the last year uh mason's still trying to find his footing i think a little bit right um this is a chance for him to to get some redemption after the iron man right he fell at the iron man took some losses lost to nick o'neill got pinned by nick o'neill nick o'neill can pin anybody in the nation at any time right nick o'neill is so dangerous we saw that last year at the power tournament right um Nick O'Neill is, is fun to watch. He's, he's a, he's an aggressive, but technical wrestler. Um, I really like him, but this is a, this is going to be a good test for these guys. Botello, O'Neill and Gibson were all in the same bracket at the Ironman tournament. Um, Hudson Homan, you know, he had a good, he had a good season last year, placing fourth in the state, but there's some guys that are going to be knocking on the door, Greg, and I can't wait to see them because I, I think there's going to be quite a few top eight seeds here that are not going to make it to the podium. And we're talking about some of those guys, uh, Jeff, you got a freshman in Kai Vioma of Connellsville, somebody we've talked quite a bit about on our show. And you also have a guy who's a senior, Joe Simone of Waynesburg. How healthy is he? And is, is he going to make a difference? He's somebody who's made a lot of noise at the Powerade tournament in the past. Yeah, no, he definitely has. And, um, you know, it's funny that you mentioned those two because they just wrestled head to head and Vielma beat him. Um, and, and so, I'm, you know, Simone, just like Mason, you know, hasn't been healthy in a while, right? Um, showed a lot of potential early in his career, but hasn't quite, you know, I, I think the injuries have hampered him. Um, same with Mason yeah. Gibson. Mason's had some some injuries that have just hampered him. Uh, but the guy who I am most looking forward to seeing here is Camden Baum of Bishop McDevitt. Camden Baum was ineligible last year. He was ruled ineligible after transferring uh, to Bishop McDevitt from Northern York. And 
since then, he is he's won a lot of tournaments. In fact, he won the Cumber Valley kickoff up a weight at 139. He beat Tahir Parkins, a Rutgers recruit, mm-hmm. nationally ranked guy. He beat him in the finals in overtime. Camden Baum is down now to 133. I think he's going to be dangerous, man. Um, I would not be surprised to see him finish top four here. Uh, I really like him. And, um, you know, I, I, there's something about those those guys that lose that eligibility the, the year and then they come back just like crazy strong and crazy good because that, <laughs> that opportunity was taken away from them, you know, uh, for whatever reason, right? But, um, yeah, I'm excited to see Camden Baum. I, I really like to see Kai Viema too. Kai Viema, we saw him wrestle Dean Hauser at the Panther Holiday, lost to him in a tight match. I think he's going to have a, a good tournament as well. Joe Simone, um, those those are the guys I'm really looking forward to to seeing. But there's there's a lot of parity here. There's a lot of guys that are just kind of right in the mix. 139 pounds, another returning champion. So three in a row here uh, and, and four returning champs here in the first six weights. Bo Bassett of Bishop McCourt. He comes in as the top seed, also comes into this uh, tournament as a number one guy in the nation. And right there behind him, Luke Simcox, a Central Mountain, the number two seed in this one. And he's number four in the nation, returning state champ. And from there, as far as Pennsylvania, Mason Kernan of Bethel Park comes in at number six. Maddox Shaw of Thomas Jefferson, he's at number four. And Cooper Hornack of Burl at number seven. So, I mean, just right off the bat here, Greg, is is this the toughest weight class, you think? You think this is the toughest <sighs> weight class? You know, it's hard to say because we've already talked about a couple that I feel are really strong up top, uh, you know, as far as some of the lightweights go but this one has some really uh, it's got some strength here as far as the the top guys but who can anybody knock off Bo Bassett I mean I think he's definitely probably head and shoulder I don't say head and shoulders but he's definitely head above the rest um and we'll see how they kind of battle it out from there yeah I mean it's crazy to say that Bo Bassett is you know uh ahead of some of these guys because look at the names right Luke Simcox um, recently flipped his uh, commitment to to UNC. He's going down to North Carolina, going to be a Tar Heel. Uh, but Maddox Shaw, man, Maddox Shaw has has been winning a lot. Um, he had some setbacks at the Beast of the East, no doubt. But this is there's two Super Thirty Two champions in this weight class, right? That's I mean, the Super Thirty Two is the end all be all, right? The Super Thirty Two is is uh, arguably the best tournament in the in the nation, regardless of of off season, in season, what doesn't matter, right? And and both of these guys won it, you know, Bo Bassett and, and Maddox Shaw. My question is, Maddox Shaw is huge. Uh, I got to see him at the Hampton Dog Duels. He looked big. He looked big. He looked like he could be a fifty two pounder, right? I I don't know what that cut's going to be like for him down the forty one, but I can't imagine it's going to be fun. Um, whereas Bo Bassett is not cutting at all for thirty nine. In fact, he's basically a 33 pounder wrestling up um you know is he going to be more fresh is he going to you know that weight cut's not an issue for him so does that help right you see that it happens that's not a that's just wrestling right um luke simcox another one he's been wrestling really well but he was in that same bracket with with maddox shaw where, where maddox shaw won it right um there's there's so many different questions here, and then Jaden James, uh, a guy I surprisingly have seen a lot over the years, um, covering some events in Jersey. I, I really like Jaden. Uh, he's he's a Fargo national champion. He's ranked number six in the nation. You know these top four, I think, are the the clearest top four 
in, in any weight, right? I don't know if you can have a more clear top four than these guys right here. Uh, they're all ranked one, four, six, and eight in the nation accordingly. Plus, you have two guys ranked number one in the state in Bo Bassett and Maddox Shaw. Luke Simcox coming in at number two. Cooper Hornack also number two. Isn't that crazy that we said we, we've mentioned all these guys and Cooper Hornack is state champion, and we're not even really talking about him. It, that, that just shows how <laughs> much depth there is at 139. Yeah, definitely. Uh, you, you mentioned the top names. Uh, I mean, I, I guess just going through what we've went through so far, Jeff, the only other weight class I could think that that matches that's 114. Um, obviously, we haven't got to some of the heavier weights. We'll talk about those soon. But yeah, I mean, no doubt about it. And you look at even some of the guys outside of the top eight, obviously there's depth in every single weight class, but you look at a guy like Blake Reiner of Trinity, for example, um, it, you know, how much noise can he make? Can he get into that top eight? And there's several other names that I'm sure you'll get to that are going to stick out and wrestle really well in this tournament. Yeah. And Blake Reiner was one of them. You know, I looked at the seeds and I thought, I, you know, Blake Reiner probably should have been in the top eight. Um, you know, Mason Kiernan's number six. He, uh, he doesn't have a state medal to his name, but he did place high at the Powerade last year. Whereas Blake Reiner didn't place last year. He placed the, the year prior to that. Um, so Reiner, I think is, is probably a guy, looking outside in saying, you know, what, what the heck? Um, so I, I think Blake is, is going to have a good tournament. Michael Trillio from Wyman Seminary, another guy who's not, there's not many Wyman Seminary guys not in the top eight. Um, he's one of them. And I think he's probably going to have a good tournament here. Uh, those are the biggest two Dom Ferraro from Pine Richland. I like him as well. Um, there's, there's not a lot of, Outside those big guns, right? Uh, we there's not a lot of other guys that I'm like, yeah, they're gonna challenge to get into the top eight. Uh, but man, I mean, when you have a, a state champion who's seated number seven, right? You <laughs> you you kind of know like, all right, this is this is where we're at with the depth here. It's it's pretty sick. Uh, thirty nine is gonna be my favorite weight, uh, and I think thirty nine, and then I would go uh, one fourteen as as favorite weights to watch. 145 pounds. The top two seeds in this one are the top two guys in the nation. Pearson Manville of State College, number one. Jack Consiglio of Malvern Prep, number two. No other guys in the uh, top 20 uh, in the nation here in this weight class, Jeff. So it's very top heavy when you have the, the best two. But Top eight uh, seeds from here, Eli Carr of Hempfield, he's in at number five. Sam Herring, uh, Bishop McCourt, he comes in as the A seed. Yeah, and, you know, it's I'm, I'm just going to continue to tout, you know, our own horns here, but, you know, Pearson Manville, Jack Consiglio was a surge finals, right? I mean, um, we, you know, at, at, at State College, uh, uh, you know, a month or two ago, we got to see these guys wrestle. Jack Consiglio knocked off Melvin Miller at the surge, and then uh, – you know, he and, and Pearson Manville wrestled in the finals. These guys wrestled in the finals of the Ironman too. So it's just kind of fun to see that happen. And, you know, we, we see some matches at the surge where you're just like, how, how the heck did those happen? Right. Um, I'm excited to see this one. Pearson Manville's the, the, the toughest guy here, right? He's the toughest guy in the weight class. Um, at, in the surge finals, he, he took it to Jack Consiglio. It was closer in the Ironman finals. Um, and finally, Jack Consiglio is getting the respect that I think he deserves on a national level, right? For years, I feel like Consiglio was underrated, um, overlooked, and uh, I think he's finally getting that recognition after, you know, uh, making the finals of the Ironman and then winning the Beast of the East. So, uh, yeah, I'm excited to see Jack compete here, but Pearson Manville's is clearly the guy here. One guy who I, I think, you know, before you ask me, 
looking at hmm. the the you know the not to top eight that are are kind of I don't know salivating to get out there and, and prove their point uh, is Griffin Wallizer from from Central yeah. Mountain. Uh, Wallizer has his two wins over Eli Carr from last year. He's a, a state medalist. He's not in the top eight. And uh, he's currently ranked number two in the nation, or excuse me, two in the state, not the nation. Um, I'm really looking forward to seeing Griffin Wallace. You remember that match he had last year with uh, Lucas Capusta uh, yeah. from Hemfield? That was a wild match. I think that was Matt number, it was either one or two. It was, it was no, it was one because underneath, or it was three, excuse me, underneath the, uh, the, uh, the overhang there. And uh, that was a great match. And I think Griffin Wallizer is looking to get to the, the Powerade podium, but he's going to have to do it from an unseated position. So there's just so many guys here that I really like. Ryan Lawler from Bishop McDevitt, another guy who we got to see on our true power card. I, and when we asked guys to wrestle on this card, he basically was like, yeah, I'll wrestle anywhere from 140 to 160. He's like, I, I don't care. I'll wrestle anybody. So we ended up putting him on Devin Magro, who was significantly bigger than him, right? But he went out there and competed, competed hard, wrestled well. Um, Ryan Lawler had a great season last year for McDevitt, placing in the state tournament. And uh, this year, now it's down to 145. I think he's going to wrestle. Uh, I think he's going to have a good good tournament here. And, uh, yeah, there's it's just going to be a lot of fun because there's a lot of guys here who – could sneak in because like you said, it's top heavy with those top two, but there's a lot of other guys, Sam Herring, Sam Herring's a guy that is, is, you know, nationally one of the best guys. He's been one of the best guys throughout the you know last couple of years, ranked number two in the state currently. Um, but we, he got banged up. He was out the Olympic training center, got banged up, was uh, missed some time. He, he's another one. I, I really want to see how he's able to do here at this weight class because Bishop, you know, Bishop McCourt's looking to win a potentially a team title this year, right? So they, they're, they're going to need a guy like Sam Herring to have a good tournament. I look at a guy like Evan Petrovich. He's another one. He's ranked number five in the state. I think he's going to have a chance to break through and, and beat some top, top, uh, top guys here. Smokey McClure from Wyman Seminary. He's another one. I really like him. He's, uh, he's a guy who has had some good wins under his, his belt. Do you remember Cooper Smith from West Allegheny, Greg? Yes. He's in this weight, but he's not Steubenville. He's he's moved back to Steubenville, um, where he's he's wrestling uh, there. He's he spent some time there, also in in the Pittsburgh area. So he's back in um, back in Steubenville, and he's up at 145, and he's in this bracket as well. So that's a name that some people may may remember seeing from last year. Yeah, no doubt. Mentioned a lot of guys that I was going to point to, Jeff, but especially with Wallizer and, and Petrovich, um, guys that could get in that top eight. Ethan Higgins of Bethel Park, he's shown a lot of improvement over the last couple of years. I'm interested to see how he does as he continues his improvement. Um, we talked a lot about Tyler Nauman and, and the job he's done, and, and will Higgins be able to have a breakthrough tournament uh, here at Powerade? But there's a lot of depth here at this weight class, uh, just in far, as far as a number of guys that you know come out and, and could be able to to make a name for themselves and get into that top eight because it is, I would say, more wide open than other weight classes oh, as far sure. as getting in. Yeah, I mean, I definitely think that that's what makes a, a weight like 145 fun is there there is, you know, there is some more openness to it. Um, you know, I I like these guys like Ryan Bennett from from St. Ed's. He's tough. Alex Ninny is is you know, one of the, the best guys out of New Jersey. Um, but there's just, you know, you never know what you're going to get at Powerade. Right. And that's, that's the fun part about it is, um, you just, these guys are all going to mix it up and, and we'll see, see where the chips fall. 152 pounds, Vince Bazakis of Wyoming seminary. He comes in as the top seed, 
Melvin Miller, uh, Bishop McCourt, he comes in as the number two. No one else in the uh, top uh, top eight resides in Pennsylvania. Bazak is number two in the nation. Miller, number eight in the nation. Jackson Joy of Wadsworth, Ohio, he comes in as number four. And he is the third seed. Claudio Torres, the fourth seed. He's also ranked top ten nationally from Lake Highland Prep. So you got four guys in the top ten here in this weight class in the nation. But you don't have a lot on the, as far as PA power goes here in this one. But there's a lot of names that could make some noise. Yeah, I mean, six of the what six of the eight are are not from Pennsylvania, right? I mean, um, it, it's maybe a little bit disappointing on the Pennsylvania side, but I, it's also a testament to how good. Um, the tournament is and how much Frank Volcano has been able to get attract the top talent from all over the nation. You know, I mean, I, I know that there's coaches that are just pounding on the door every year to, to try to get into the power rate. Vince Bozakis, you know, he's, he's number two in the nation. He, he's just, he's, I don't, I wouldn't say he's, he's not like Nick, you know, we we're used to seeing Nick the way Nick Bozakis wrestled in high school. Vince is not like Nick. He's, he's, I think he's more methodical, more technical in a certain sense. Um, he doesn't necessarily blow guys out, but he, he wins, right? He grinds matches out. He wins them. Um, and we saw that at the power Aid two years ago when he, when he competed, um, at the, the power Aid tournament where he won it, uh, against Maddox Shaw, but Vince Bozakis, uh, won the Ironman this year. He's, he's had a good year. Uh, Melvin Miller, he is a Super 32 champion, right? And that was down a weight. Melvin is is now up to 152 by virtue of the fact that they want to get Bo, Sam, and Melvin all in the lineup, Magro in the lineup, right? Um, but Melvin has taken his losses too. He lost to, to Jack Consiglio um, at the Surge and at the Ironman tournament. So, But let's not forget that he won the Super 32. He beat some really tough guys, including a guy we're going to talk about here up at 160, uh, Catcherbone. So I just think that, you know, you you look at this weight, and yes, Bozakis and Miller are at the top. Jackson Joy is is number four in the nation. I think he's probably, um, you know, has a good shot to get into the finals. But outside of that, you know, it's it's open. You know, I'm not saying these guys from New Jersey and New York aren't, aren't tough, because they are, but I just think there's a lot of areas where, you know, some guys from Pennsylvania can find their way into the the top eight. Yeah, it should be a lot of fun to see how these uh, guys end up shaking out. When you look at some of the uh, other folks uh, inside this weight class, Jeff, as far as names and, and guys who can really climb into this conversation at 152 pounds, you know, you, you look at um, you know, some guys here, at least in PA, right? Um, who who do you like and, and what guys do you think are really going to – one guy like Gage Wenzel, for instance, from Montoursville is someone who sticks out to me as far as somebody who can come in and make some noise. Well, yeah, right off the bat, you have two uh, returning state medalists, Cody Hamilton from Grove City, uh, a junior, and Gage Wenzel from Montoursville, a sophomore. Uh, both these guys were, were state medalists last year. Uh, Wenzel is, is currently ranked fifth, and, and Hamilton is number eight. So, um, you know, I, I think that's a good opportunity for these two. Uh, I think there's some – you know, Jonah Erdley from Frazier, I like him. I, I think he, you know, could put together a few nice wins here. Um, got to see him – put together a few at the, uh, the Iron Man as well. Um, yeah, it's, it's an, it's an interesting weight because you have, you know, those six out of the, the eight from outside of Pennsylvania. So that means you have a lot of Pennsylvania guys kind of on the outside looking in. Nick Jones is one that comes to mind. Nick Jones is number six in the state, um, has never made it to the state tournament, 
has had a lot of good wins in his career, but has yet to just really bust out. Um, I, I if he could have a tournament here and get onto the podium, I think that would be huge for him. You know, not only just for his career, but for him personally uh, as well. I, I'd like Raymond Fitzgerald from Malvern Prep. He's a freshman. He was one of the guys, uh, one of our top guys uh, from the the top incoming freshman report. Uh, so he's he's going to, I think, have a, a good tournament as well. But, yeah, those are just some of the ones. Uh, Brandon Bird from uh, Cathedral Prep's not bad either. So, yeah, there's there's some guys on the outside that I think have a chance. But, you know, you have two of the best guys, three of the best guys in the nation, and then some other studs from outside of Pennsylvania that, that look really good on paper. You just – you never really know. I think that's what I like about 152 and also 145 is – there's a lot of unproven this year. There's some there's some area where you're, there's going to be a chance for guys to seize an opportunity and and make some noise. Going up now, Jeff, to 160 pounds, one weight class where you don't really have that uh, clear like here. Here's four or five guys in the top ten in the nation. We got number one, number four, number six. The the highest ranked person is Asher Cunningham of State College, and he's number 14 in the nation um, in this one. But he comes in as the number three seed, a guy who's made some noise in this tournament, Cam Catrabone uh, of Williamsville North, New York. He's a number two seed. But uh, Asher coming in, Cunningham coming in at number three. Devin Magro of Bishop McCourt, he's at number six. Luke Sipes of Altoona, he's in at number five. Nathan Rickards of Malvern Prep at number seven. Uh, that's as far as Pennsylvania goes, but you know you you also look at outside the uh, top eight as well, and you got a guy like Anthony Evanitsky of Wyoming Seminary. He's ranked number 19 in the nation, but not in the top eight. So this weight to me is one that looks like it could be all over the place. <laughs> all all over the place is a nice way to put it. It, it it's going to be a mess. It's it's going to be a hot mess, right? Uh, that's the way I look at it. And and yeah, the, uh, 160 is all over the map, man. And, and I don't know how this happened that Anthony Evaninsky, a, a returning state champion ranked in the nation is not in the top eight, right? That to me is just, that's a, that's a bad oversight on, on, you know, that's just, I don't know how you miss him. Right. I get it. He wasn't here last year, but he was third in the state as a freshman, a state champion last year. You know, I, I know it was double a, right. But we still respect double a, don't we, Greg? Absolutely. We do. <laughs> um, I think Anthony Evanitsky, you know, he's also up some weight. Uh, I, I couldn't believe he was down at 52 to start the year. Um, he had he had some, you know, surgery. He had some uh, knee issue that he had to clean up in the beginning of the year. Um, he was slated to be on our true power card against Colin Rath, and and it just wasn't able to work out because of that injury. Um, but, yeah, 160's mess, man. Like, if I'm, I'm Bodie Marlowe, I'm a little pissed off because I beat Luke Sipes twice. Um, and you know, yes, Luke Sipes has a, a state medal to his name, a couple of them, but if I'm Bodie Marlowe, I'm like, I just beat him twice. You know, he just beat him a few weeks ago. Um, so I, I'm a little upset by that, right? Uh, but outside of that, you know, I, I think it's anybody's game. Cam Catcherbone was really impressive here last year. He was second at the power raid last year. Um, at, we talked about Melvin Miller, Melvin Miller actually beat him at the super 32, um, Parentine from Del Barton, he was a runner-up at the Powerade last year, so I get it why those two are are where they're at. Asher Cunningham is quietly, I think, one of the best guys here. Um, Asher is just he's he's tough, man. Uh, just just a lot like his dad, you know. I mean, he's just not 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 flashy. He just overwhelms guys. He's strong. His shoulders 
are about like this. I mean, he's just, he's really strong. He's got broad shoulders and he can just wrap people up, right? He won the surge tournament and um, he's currently ranked number one in the state, beat Nick Kunstek uh, to win the, the King of the Mountain tournament. Luke Sipes, he's currently ranked number five in the state um, as well. So I think you know, he's looking to, to kind of prove himself a little bit here. Devin Magro, another one from Bishop Court, who's had, let's not forget, Let's not forget that Devin Magro knocked Dalton Perry out of the Powerade hmm. a few years ago, right? Uh, people like to forget that, you know, like it's a freshman year, yeah. freshman year, right? Um, and Magro's tough, right? He's he's super tough, uh, really talented, um, committed to the Ivy League uh, already. Nathan Rickards, another one, uh, committed to Virginia, uh, a super tough guy from from Pennsylvania. But yeah, there's there's some guys here that are lip, licking their chops, right? I, I think the you know Bodie Marlow and Anthony Evaninsky, especially Anthony Evaninsky, being like, hey, uh, what what the hell's going on here, right? Yeah, I mean those two guys really stick out. I mean you also have Lonzi Vilma of Connellsville, uh, in this as well outside the top eight that you know could make some noise, uh, and some others too, Jeff. I mean this this weight is just to me, you're not going to see that the guys who are one through eight seated, they're there's not going to be – that's not how they're going to finish. That's not how it's going to be in any way, let's be honest. But you're going to see a lot of guys who are seated in this weight, I feel like, that are not going to have a medal. Yeah, and I, I could see the the top three holding potentially. Not saying in that order per se, but I could see the top three seeds finishing, you know, kind of in, in that same area, right? Um, you know, a guy like Logan Fowler from Tennessee, you know, there's not he, – he's ranked 17 in the nation, so – um, you know, obviously he's tough, but you have two guys that were Powerade runner-ups last year. Um, you know, it's just 160 is a mess. I'll just put, I mean, 160 is all over the place. You know, I, I don't know where Anthony Evanitsky is going to slot in at, but wherever he does, I, I mean, who knows? He could take out a, a, a seated wrestler in, in the round of 32. I, I, you know, or I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen <laughs> with him. So it's, it's yeah. that, that kind of, um, it could be a bracket buster, even though, even though it's not really, it, it, it could end up being one. Right. 172 pounds features the top two guys ranked in the nation, and they're the one and two seeds. Ryan Burton of St. Joseph Regional in New Jersey. He's the one. Gage Wright of Parkersburg South in West Virginia. He's the two. But then you got PA guys at three and four. Sean Taylor of West Allegheny. Dominic Federici of Wyoming Seminary. And both of those guys are ranked as well. Taylor nine, Federici 11. And you also have at the number five seed, Louis Sergio of Del Barton, who's also ranked top 10. He's actually number six in the nation. So studs in the top five. But then there's another name here, Jeff Vaughn Spencer of Pine Richland. He comes in at the number six seed. And we've talked about him getting into his groove. Hunter Homan of Grove City, he comes in at number eight as far as PA talent. These top eight, uh, I mean, there's a lot of guys that are, that are solid in every weight, but this top eight is looking rather solid. Uh, yeah, you, you, that's uh, 100% true. And if you look at the national rankings um, from Matt Scouts, Willie Saylor, you'll, you'll see that uh, at the Powery Tournament, 172 is, is one of the deepest weight classes. There's no other weight other than 120 um, that has more nationally ranked guys. So 172 is, is absolutely stacked, right? Um, Burton and Wright have, have battled before, uh, they, they just wrestled at the beast of the East. You have Sean Taylor who has, you know, we didn't get to see him at the, the super 32 this past year. He was still kind of coming back from an injury. Um, Dom Federici just had a really big win over, uh, 
Sergio from from Del Bar, and he beat him at the Hall of Fame duels. So Federici's a guy who, just like Davis Motika, he's just been around forever. I just feel like you know we've been saying his name. Those two were on our redemption card, the redemption duel, like three years ago, uh, four years ago maybe. It, it, it's been a long time, right? Um, and Vaughn Spencer is finally at a weight where he is is just completely solid, right? I mean. He's going to be one of the toughest 172 pounders there there is uh, in the state. I think he's a title threat. Outside of you know, you look at obviously Sean Taylor, Ryan Garvick as well. But you know, just I, I can't wait to see Vaughn at this weight at the power rate because he could I, he could go out and win it all. I, I'm not, I'm not even kidding. I I really do believe that he could knock off five nationally ranked guys to win it um, if he goes off. Right, uh, he's that talented. We just haven't quite seen it yet. I would go back to the the regional tournament last year where we really saw it, how good he really is. Um, and then he gets hurt, you know, he gets hurt at the, the state tournament. So yeah, this is 172 is by far one of the deepest weight classes at the power rate. Yeah. And then you throw in guys outside the top eight locally here, Braden Welsh of Fort Cherry getting his first opportunity to wrestle in the power eight tournament after a, a successful postseason a year ago. And then you have guys like uh, from St. Edwards, Ohio, who had a great tournament here last year. Didn't quite get to the medal stand, but was in the round of 12, Ty Miller. Uh, so you got some really strong wrestlers here outside of the top eight too. Yeah. And, and you had mentioned Welsh and, you know, he's a guy who um, I don't, think necessary gets all the the respect that he should he was he was fourth in the state last year um you know fort cherry doesn't he he welsh has gone everywhere to wrestle i, I mean i don't think there was a weekend he had off this past summer he he wrestled in every tournament um there was so you know it, it's it helps when you get out there and get experience but i just don't think on the state level he maybe gets as much credit as he should um He's he's one for sure that I'm looking forward to, you know. And and Hunter Homan, he was a state finals last year. You know, he wrestled Grant McKay in the finals, wrestled him tough, you know. But maybe you know he's a football player as well, so we haven't seen maybe a lot of him. You know, a lot of these guys they've wrestled in Super Thirty Two and Fargo, you know, and some big tournaments like Ironman and and Beast of the East already, right? Del Barton, Sem, Parkersburg, St. Joe's, like these guys all wrestle year round the toughest competition. And um, sometimes we forget about, you know, a guy like a, a Brandon Welsh, right? Um, so, yeah, it's it, this is – 172 is is going to be, I think, a really, really good, fun weight class. And honestly, I think any of these top eight can win it, um, especially the top five or six. I think anyone in the top six there has a legit shot to, to win it. 189 pounds features three wrestlers ranked in the top 20 in the nation, and they are one, two, and three as far as the seeds go. But even those top three guys, uh, Jeff, are 11, 14, and 20, respectively. So no one inside the top 10 in the nation here at 189. Jake Daly, formerly from Bethlehem Catholic at Wyoming Seminary, he is your number one seed, and he is ranked number 11 in the nation. Outside of uh, Daly from Pennsylvania, you also have Vitaly Daniels of Bentworth. He comes in as the number five seed. Nick Waymeyer of Malvern Prep, he comes in as the number six seed. And, you know, when I first saw 189, I was thinking, man, this this is going to be anybody's weight to win it, right? Jake Daly, I can I still can't believe he's wrestling 189. He wrestled on our, our uh, True Power card as well, and and it was it was like 170 something, right? It wasn't it wasn't 189. <laughs> so um, I, I don't think he has to do a lot of cutting to get to, to 191, but uh, he had a really good Ironman tournament. Um, and and 
I think by virtue of that, that's kind of why we see him where he's at, right? Because he made it to the the finals of of Ironman um, over some tough guys uh, like Nathan Taylor from from uh, and Jarrell Miller from St. Ed's, who was fourth there at the weight. So Nick Waymeyer was seventh there. Um, so yeah, I, I think you're going to have some a little bit more wide openness for sure with with this one. You know, Daly and Miller are, are obviously two of the top ones, but Vitaly Daniels. Look, he's he's a guy who wrestled up to 215 last year. He was 189, wrestled up to 215 in the postseason. Had a good postseason, and this year he's back down to 189, where he's number one in the state. Right, so um, Vitaly Daniels has a chance to really, you know, kind of lock in some some big wins here for himself, and and kind of maybe make him believe that yes, I actually can be a, a state title, uh, a state title contender, and, and a state champion. So yeah, this one. 189 is is a lot like 60 where it's kind of all over the place a little bit for me but um we're we're going to see how it all shakes out. Yeah, some names outside of the top 8, uh, Lucas Lawler, uh, Bishop McDevitt, uh is somebody to keep an eye on. Also uh within 189 pounds, Jackson Angelo of Fraser, another guy who uh you know could make some noise in this tournament. Who else uh, do you see in this one at 189 outside of the top 8? Yeah, I really like Nate Campbell from Norwin as well. Uh, another guy who just hasn't been uh, able to stay healthy, and and he's up a bunch of weight too, and and he's up at 189. And I think Nate Campbell is is a guy to to watch out here. You had mentioned Lucas Lawler, uh, Bish McDevitt. You know, they went deep into the. I think they were in the state finals in football. They had a pretty deep run, and uh, Lucas Lawler is a is a football player. So he was out for, for a good bit. So this will be his first time back, which is very, you know, this is always a, wouldn't be the tournament I want to come back to. Right. But it is what it is. Um, he's a key component to their team. Bish McDevitt is going to be one of the top teams in the state this year. I'm not saying they're going to beat faith Christian, but they're, they're going to, they're going to do pretty well for themselves. So Lucas Lawler is a big part of that. Uh, you had mentioned Angelo. I like Jackson Angelo from Frazier. He won a, a bunch of matches at the Ironman tournament. Um, yeah, and, and I think that a guy like Anthony Salvini from Fort Cherry has a chance to to get some wins here. Um, it, there's and maybe even Tosses Whipple from from Penn Trafford, uh, another one who I feel like could could have some some good wins here. But there's there's gonna be guys at this weight that you're like you said earlier. I think it was down at like one thirty nine or one thirty three that you know they, even if they don't place, they're gonna get a bunch of wins on the backside and and open up some people's eyes, right? And and move up on the rankings. So. Um, that's what I'm looking forward to. 215 pounds. You want to talk about top heavy. You got two returning Powerade champions at this weight. They're seated one and two. Jude Correa of Wyoming Seminary. Austin Johnson from Muncie. They are both returners. And Correa number three in the nation. Johnson number eight. There's also the guy who's number four in the nation who's won three state titles in Rune Lawrence of Frazier. And I guess first and foremost, Jeff, as there's no other, uh, I'm sorry, Brody Klein of Burke's Catholic comes in at number seven as far as Pennsylvania guys in the top eight. But it's super top heavy. Those are the only three guys, Correa, Johnson, and Lawrence, that are in the ranked in the nation. Is Rune going to be able to go here at Powerade? Yeah, I mean, that's that's the question, right? Um, is he going to be able to go? And, and um you know, is he going to be healthy enough to go? And, and that's, I guess we, we will find out here in a couple of days. Right. But, um, he, he looked, he, he didn't look great in, in the semifinals of the Ironman, right. He looked hurt. He looked like 
he he was he was suffering a little bit, right? Um, still ended up getting a major in that match, but did not wrestle Jude in that that finals match. Uh, Jude Carrera is a guy uh, recently committed to Michigan who he's never beat. Um, he's he's that he, Jude's had his number for a little bit, and um, you know I don't know if you can think of three, you know, better guys in that weight class. You know, it's funny because you had mentioned two returning power champions. And you're and like Rude Lawrence isn't one of them, right? I mean, it's crazy to think because he's a three-time state champion, um, you know, has a chance to become a four-timer. But Austin Johnson, you know, he he's kind of standing in his way, like okay, like I I'm trying to spoil this here. Um, Austin Johnson's recently back. He uh, he's was out for a little bit. I don't know the extent of his injury or uh, coming off of that football season. So. You know, again, how how in shape is he, and how much wrestling has he been able to do? Jude Carrera, on the other hand, has been wrestling at a high level for a long time, right? Um, for the last couple months, he he's done really well, um, and I think he's he's clearly the top guy here, in my opinion. the The question to me is, can Rune Lawrence is he a hundred percent or close to a hundred percent? If even like a ninety percent, um, you know, seeing him against Austin Johnson is is definitely something I want to see that that has to happen uh, because that could be a preview to the state finals potentially. Um, and, you know, Austin Johnson could be the only person standing in his way of being a four timer, which is incredible to think because, you know, I can remember when he won his first title against Malachi Duval, I'm thinking who, who else is going to beat him? There's no one else that's going to beat him for the next three years. Right. And I also didn't expect him to be up to two fifteen either. Right. But um, yeah, this is a fun, fun weight class. I hope, you know, my, my Christmas wish is that Rune Lawrence is healthy and that we get to see all three of these guys bang heads. Yeah, no doubt about it. It would be great to see, and it will be interesting to see if Johnson and Lawrence go, how that affects things here for the postseason, right? Because if either one goes either down to 89 or up to 285, they're both winning state titles. But against each other, it could be a heck of a match and, and something, you know, we'd love to see in Hershey in March. But I think a lot of it's going to depend on how they face off against each other here in this tournament because I don't think there's anybody that's saying anyone's going to beat these two guys to get to the semis. So we should see it, uh, you know, as a premier semifinal matchup. Other guys outside of the uh, top eight that, um, you know, could make some noise, Jeff. You got Landon Hartman of uh, Bethel Park here in this way class. You got Chris Cook from Connellsville, who we've talked a little bit about on the show. Juliana Marion of Franklin Regional also here at this way class as far as some local talent. Anyone else uh, stick out for you? Yeah, there's definitely some guys. Rocco Serafini from uh, Central Mound. He's he's a guy who has had a good year um, for for Central Mound this year. Luke Boylan from Burrow. I think this is going to be a good chance for him to kind of have uh, get get some good matches in him. Mike Jones from Cedar Cliff is another one I'm looking out for. Stosh Stolata from Malvern Prep. He is definitely one that I think can sneak in, and I wouldn't even call it sneaking in. I, I think he's he. He probably could have been seated here. Uh, Stosh was. Stosh is, is a guy who, um, you know, we've seen a lot over the years. Cole Yonkin from Montoursville is another one that I have my eye on as uh, as well. So, yeah, I mean, you had mentioned with the top, you know, three being so good. And then uh, Brody Klein, you know, Brody Klein was huge um, this offseason. He wrestled at the uh, True Power event, and he's down to 215, right? Um, he just lost to Tucker Painter from Trinity. So, you know, I, I, I want to see how he bounces back from that. And, you know, Burst Catholic, they have a chance to, to show that they are maybe a little bit better than, than what they've been uh, looking like on paper recently. I think this is a good chance for Burst Catholic and, and Notre Dame to kind of show that they belong. 
285 pounds. Only two guys in the top 20 in the nation here in this one. Number 13 and number 17. Number 13 is the top seed, Nick Pavlechko of State College, coming into this uh, tournament after finishing third at the Powerade last year. And also Rocco Delegata of St. Joseph Regional. He comes in as the number three seed in this one. As far as other PA guys, Owen Reber of Burks Catholic coming in as the number five seed and no other Pennsylvania wrestler in the top eight. Let's just think about this for a second. Rocco Delgado was sixth at the Powerade last year at like, I think it was 172, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and, and, and he's up to 285, right? So, um, yeah, that, that's, that's going to be interesting to see how he, how he does, uh, Nick Pavlechko, you know, outside of Sean Kinney, I don't know if there's a better heavyweight in Pennsylvania. Um, Pavlechko is, is committed to Indiana. He's, he's super tough. Obviously he was a state runner up last year to Sean Kinney. Um, he's gotten really good. Uh, I, I just think he's continued to progress and get uh, better as he, as he goes on. Um, I think he's probably going to end up being a pretty good college wrestler as well. But yeah, this is, this one's a weird weight class too, because outside of those two guys, um, you know, I, I don't know who else to expect. Owen Reber from Burks is, is good. He's good. He's a state medalist. He's tough, but I, I don't think there's, there's a lot of openness here. I, I really don't know what to expect at heavyweight outside of the fact that, Nick Pavlechko is the favorite, right? Um, I, there, there could be some serious guys making runs through the wrestlebacks or some upsets. I, I, I really don't know what to expect here. Yeah, it could be a tournament could go a number of different ways. Anyone else outside of the top eight that you know that we haven't talked about? Yeah, I mean, there's definitely some guys I have you know circled as to watch. Shepard Turk from TJ, um, really good season last year. Uh, I think he is has a chance to to make some noise here and wrestle well. Ben Lloyd from Mount Lebanon, uh, another guy like Brandon Walsh. He's he's wrestled literally everywhere. Uh, ben Lloyd's wrestled in every tournament except the surge. I don't know what he didn't like about the surge. He didn't want to come to the surge, <laughs> but he wrestled in every tournament there was in the postseason, uh, off season, and uh, I think he could have a, a chance to to have a good tournament. Um, Giovanni Torrentiel from uh, Central Mountain. I think he has a, a chance to wrestle well here as well. But yeah, there's not. I mean, that's the thing with heavyweight is you just you really don't know what to expect outside of those those big guns because it's heavyweight and anything's really possible. Well, Jeff, it all starts here uh, tomorrow with action getting underway. You got quarterfinals Friday, semis and finals uh, coming up on Saturday. Should be a lot of fun to see how this all shakes out because there's a number of brackets that could go any number of ways. Yeah, I mean, and there's there's a lot of implications nationally here as well, all right? That's that's what the fun part is, is, you know, this is going to be, we're going to see state finals matches potentially. We're going to see nationally one versus twos um, in a lot of weight uh, as well. So, yeah, it's the Powerade's the best tournament of the year, hands down, especially in Pennsylvania. I mean, there's just, there's no better tournament. Wrestling will kick off at 8 a.m. Uh, with the round of 64. And then the quarterfinals are set to start at 7.30 tomorrow. Semifinals are set for 11 a.m. with the uh, Parade of Champs at 3.40 and the finals and consolation finals happening at 4 o'clock. A couple of exciting days of wrestling action, and we'll be uh, make sure you stick with us, especially on the Twitter page for PA Power Wrestling and uh, just throughout here on Rockfin. We'll have a number of different interviews, articles, uh, you name it. And we're also going to have a podcast as well, right, Jeff? Yeah, we're going to be uh, we're going to be setting up shop at, uh, at Canamac High School and, and doing a little show before the finals between the semifinals and the finals and maybe even get a few guests on and and uh yeah it's, it's gonna be fun we're gonna uh, power always a fun two days a long 
two days, but a fun two days, right? So, um, yeah, I can't wait for it. And the quarterfinals are the round that you don't want to miss the quarterfinals. It's yeah. the best round. I love that quarter. I love the quarterfinal rounds. Absolutely. Quarters and semis uh, tend to be some of the best action that you're going to see. As finals tend to tighten up a lot of guys, but should be a lot of fun. And make sure you stick with us all weekend long as we'll bring it all to you here on PA Power Wrestling and on Rockfin. For Jeff Upson, I'm Greg Warnock. Thanks for uh, listening and watching in to War Up on the WPIL.